Jeffrey. Welcome back to Nightfalls. Come, settle in for tonight's calming meditation and soothing bedtime story. As always, don't worry if you fall asleep before the end. You can drift off whenever you're ready. Come, get cosy by the fireside and allow yourself to be transported back through time to the Royal Alcazar of Seville for tonight's tale. Beneath the heat of the southern Spanish sun, a young princess, more interested in living off the land than she is in being waited on hand and foot, follows her heart and runs away with a forbidden love. Trusting her instincts and forgoing all that she has ever known, the princess goes in search of the same kind of freedom that I found in Nightfalls. Before we begin, here's a quick word from our valued sponsors who make this free content possible. If you've been feeling overwhelmed with anxiety lately, try listening to a guided meditation on the Meditation for Anxiety podcast. Meditation is a proven natural way to help you calm down and dissolve stress so you can feel lighter and happier. So subscribe for free today to the Meditation for Anxiety podcast by searching for Meditation for Anxiety on your favorite podcast player. For the best way to fall asleep with Nightfalls, you can now become a premium supporter. Enjoy the entire back catalogue of Nightfalls classics, all with a rich, immersive and totally ad-free experience. If you love falling asleep to Nightfalls, Nightfalls Premium will elevate your sleep while helping to support myself and the team. We love creating Nightfalls, but without supporters, it wouldn't be possible. Join Nightfalls Premium today in just two taps on both Apple Podcasts or via the Supercast link found in the show notes for all other podcast players. Your sleep will thank you for it, and so will I. Perhaps you might enjoy a moment to wind down before I tell you tonight's tale. Get yourself settled in a comfortable position and allow your eyes to gently drift closed on the day. Maybe this is the first moment you've had to yourself all day. Perhaps this is the first time you have found stillness since you got out of bed this morning. Wherever and however you find yourself to be tonight, Take this opportunity to simply be as you are in this moment. 
draw a deep breath in through your nose and exhale through your mouth. Breathe in and out. Inhale and exhale. Allowing each cycle of your breath to gently wash the day away. As you lie there relaxing, center your attention on something or someone that you have in your life to be grateful for tonight. However big or small, take a moment to grant gratitude for the things and people that bring light and laughter to your life. Inhaling, let gratitude wash into your body. And as you exhale, let go of any stress or strain lingering within you. Drawing another deep breath in, take a moment to be grateful for yourself and for all the good that you bring to the world. As you exhale, say a silent thank you to yourself for having taken the time to care for your mind and body in this way. Now, if you're feeling ready and relaxed, Focus your attention on the sound of my voice, and tonight's tale can begin. Your Highness, I have news. Victor, the king's servant, declared, racing up to the king and falling at his feet. King Philip looked down upon the breathless servant with surprise. He had known Victor for many years. In fact, he had been a servant of his own father, the previous king, King Louis. As a child, Victor had looked after him, assisted in tutoring him, and had helped to raise him the royal way. King Philip had never seen him so fretful before. Something wasn't right. What is it? The king asked, tentatively, concerned about what he was about to hear. Victor pulled himself to his knees and looked up at the king with pleading eyes. Your Highness, your daughter, the Princess Amelia, is gone. Three days earlier, Princess Amelia had been roaming around the palace gardens, as she often did. She adored the gardens and felt at total peace getting lost among the maze of trees and flowers. She was quite sure that there were no more beautiful gardens 
in the whole of Andalusia. And she may have been right. The gardens were truly exquisite. Princess Amelia was living in the Alcazar of Seville with her mother and father, the king and queen, and her younger sister, Mariana. As soon as Princess Amelia had arrived at the exquisite palace, she had known that this was going to be a special place and a memorable time in her life. Of course, at the time, she didn't realize quite how memorable. The Alcazar was intricate and radiant with no detail overlooked in its construction. But the gardens were where Princess Amelia truly felt at home. The gardens were stunning, and Amelia could get lost in them for hours. The gardens boasted orchards of fruit trees, a jungle of plants, and a wide variety of delightfully fragrant flowers. Amelia would often join the servants in collecting food for the palace from the gardens. She loved being a part of providing for everyone at the palace, and got especially excited when they ate dinner made from the ingredients she had picked. Seville was often blazingly hot, especially in the summer. During those months, Amelia was particularly grateful for all the water features around the gardens. Pools, ponds, and channels of water were abundant throughout the grounds, and Amelia would refresh herself often in the water as she sashayed her way through the gardens in the heart and heat of summer. Princess Amelia liked the gardens so much because they were so large that it was easy to escape prying eyes. Around the palace, she was never too far away from another person whether that be a member of her family or a worker in the palace. It was hard to feel like you were truly alone around the palace and could simply be yourself without judgment. But in the gardens, nobody could find her. She could wander, relax, read, sing, or simply be with her thoughts without interruption. The gardens were her special place, a haven of serenity. On this beautiful October day, Amelia walked along the gallery, gazing out over the luscious green grounds Summer had been and gone, and while it was still warm, there was finally a refreshing cool breeze on the air 
that tickled her skin as she walked. After a long, hot summer, they were all very grateful that the cooler months were beginning to set in. Amelia grabbed one of the stone pillars that stood proudly along the long balcony of the gallery overlooking the gardens. She swung herself forward and danced her way from pillar to pillar while she moved lightly and gracefully along the gallery, seemingly without a care in the world. Amelia secretly had a lot on her mind. She was trying to keep as calm as possible while her inner thoughts were weighing her down. Whenever her thoughts and royal duties felt like they were becoming too much, she would always sing, and her heart would feel immediately lighter. Now, Amelia placed her hands on the edge of the balcony and looked out over the gardens, unable to bring herself to sing a song. It seemed too out of her reach today until she caught sight of him. Then her heart filled with the song. She could see him waving to her from a far-off area of the gardens. She smiled and watched as he moved and began walking even further away towards their usual meeting spot. Without a moment's thought, Amelia fled the gallery and made her way down into the palace gardens. She raced down paths, pushed through secret shortcuts in the bushes, wound in and out of the fruit trees, and hopped over flower beds until she finally found him. Anthony. The first time she had laid eyes on Anthony had been years before. Anthony was a ranch hand in the city of Seville. He tended to the regal horses that pulled the palace carriages along. So they came into contact quite regularly. However, it took a while for their friendship to blossom. Aside from the usual greetings and pleasantries that a coachman would have with royalty, they didn't speak. That is, until one day, when Princess Amelia decided to take herself out on her own for the day. She heard word of a painter who created the most exquisite portraits, and she was interested in commissioning a portrait for herself. She had encountered Antony and requested his assistance into the city, and he had gladly obliged. Antony didn't leave her side all day, 
Aside from his belief in his duties to protect and guard the princess as she wandered around the city alone, he was enjoying being next to Amelia. They had quickly struck up conversation and got to know each other as the day progressed. They had laughed together, shared honest thoughts, and observed the beauty of the city of Seville around them, discussing the elaborate architecture and commenting on the kindness of the wide smiles that were cast their way. By the end of the day, when Antony returned Amelia to the palace, they were more than just acquaintances. As Amelia had taken Antony's hand to step down from the carriage, electricity seemed to ripple through her body as their palms connected. Her stomach began to flutter, and as she looked into his eyes and smiled her thanks, their eyes locked a little longer than was normally socially acceptable. She felt breathless and warm inside. From then on, Amelia had made a regular habit of venturing into the city on her own, with the assistance of Antony. Though they were both from very different backgrounds, they were connected on a deeper level than she had connected with anyone in the palace. Amelia found herself waking every day, longing to see him and seeking out any opportunity or excuse to venture out by horse and carriage. When she was with Antony, it was like the rest of the world faded away and blurred. All that was left was him. She felt like she could admire his handsome face endlessly. He had the kindest, most sparkling brown eyes that gazed at her so fondly, and his bright smile seemed to light up the world and make her feel weak at the knees. The moments when their hands would touch as she climbed in and out of the carriage became her favourite moments of the day. She felt alive when she was near him. In comparison, every other moment in her days were like a daydream that she was waiting to wake up from. Despite there being an obvious connection between the two of them, she daren't say a word to him about it. Aside from the fact that it was forbidden for her to dally with him, she was afraid that he may not return her sentiments and ruin the friendship they had. But Amelia knew in her heart 
that she longed for more than their fleeting moments together. As Amelia looked at Antony now, standing in the garden, she felt the same way that she had a year ago, when she longed to be close to him. But now things were different. Time had moved on, and things had progressed in their relationship more than she could have imagined. She was madly in love with him, and he with her. Antony took Amelia's hands and pulled her towards him. Her hands wrapped around his waist, and he pressed her head gently to his chest, holding her in a loving embrace. They stood there for several seconds, treasuring every second of connection and allowing their hearts to glow with the warmth that only comes from true love. Amelia took a deep inhale and enjoyed the scent of him. It was a familiar scent that made her feel safe and secure every time she breathed him in. Eventually, Amelia looked up at Antony sadly. It's happening in three days' time, she sighed. Antony's whole body seemed to deflate, and he dropped his forehead softly to connect with hers. Amelia had recently found out that she was betrothed to Prince Emmanuel of Sardinia. They were to be married at the earliest convenience, and, as Amelia had just discovered, Prince Emmanuel would be travelling to Seville in a few days' time to meet her for the first time. There were many perks to being a member of royalty, but the biggest inconvenience was the way that they were married off. Amongst royalty, marriage was about creating alliances or mending broken relationships between countries. It was never about love. It was about power. In an ideal world, Amelia would have been born a poorer woman, and she and Antony could have been together without any troubles. In this world, they would never be allowed to be together, and, instead, Amelia was to marry a prince at the command of her parents. Amelia and Antony had known this day would eventually arrive, but they had always clung on to enjoying the present and dealing with it when they had to. But now the time was almost here, 
and Amelia was about to be thrown into a world of courtship and marriage with a man she had never even met. Prince Emmanuel may well turn out to be a handsome and kind man, but she knew she would never love him. Not when she felt the way she did for Antony. Amelia could still remember the day that she and Antony had confessed their love to one another, as if it was yesterday. The day was so perfect, and the moment so wonderful, that it would forever be ingrained in her memory. Spring was just beginning, and Amelia and Antony had been riding along the side of the Guadalquivir River. While once upon a time, Antony had ridden on the front seat of the carriage, holding on to the reins, he now sat on the back seat, along with Amelia. Sitting close to one another, they could talk with ease and be as close as possible to each other. The canopy hung over their heads, lending a certain level of privacy. Plus, the promenade was quiet today. They barely passed anybody on their journey. The conversation was flowing, and the scene was idyllic and peaceful. All that could be heard was the sound of the horse's hooves against the cobbles and their shared laughter. Antony had let Amelia take the reins and practice driving the carriage. She was beginning to get a good handle of the horse and could now successfully halt the carriage and set off again with skill. She was very proud of herself and Antony delighted in seeing her so happy. Antony went to take the reins back from Amelia when his hand lay across hers. She turned to look at him, feeling the electricity once again race through her body. Their eyes locked, Their faces were close. Before she knew what was happening, their lips locked in a loving kiss. From that moment on, Amelia hadn't come down from cloud nine. Their true feelings were exposed on that day, and ever since, Their love had only grown stronger. And here they were, many months on, still just as in love. But things had changed. Their love was under threat as she faced marriage to Prince Emmanuel. Antony had been understanding about the situation 
but he was clearly saddened by the circumstances. Time was running out for them, and Amelia felt trapped by her royal duties. Run away with me, Antony suddenly blurted out. Amelia's eyes grew wide, and she gasped. Are you being serious? she whispered. He nodded his head solemnly and held her hands tightly. I love you, he continued. I never want to be without you. And the idea of you being with somebody else and me never getting the chance to see you again breaks my heart. I know this is a lot to ask, but surely a life rich in love is better than an unhappy life being rich only in material wealth. Amelia's head started spinning. She had never even thought of running away as an option. She loved Antony, and she didn't want to be without him. But running away was a big deal. How could she abandon the life she knew and her royal duties? Her parents would be shamed by her. And where would she and Antony run away to? There were so many things to take into consideration. I know it's a lot to ask, Antony said, looking into her eyes. Think about it tonight. If you want to be with me, then we can run away and start a new life together. But if you choose to stay and marry Prince Emmanuel, I understand. Amelia felt conflicted for the rest of the day. She was quieter than normal, and she didn't sing once. She had a lot to contemplate. She wandered around the palace gardens aimlessly, weighing up all her options. On the one hand, she could stay in the life she knew, make her parents happy, and continue the lineage of her family. Perhaps she could even grow to like this Prince Emmanuel. She could surrender to the life she was born into, and she wouldn't be letting anyone down. However, a life without Antony by her side didn't bear thinking about. The prospect of not seeing his face each day, the idea of saying goodbye to him and hurting him, was unthinkable. When she pictured her life with Antony, she saw nothing but happiness and love. But when she thought of this mysterious Prince Emmanuel, she had no idea what was in store. Amelia returned to her bedchamber that night and sat at her desk. 
she took out a piece of parchment and dotted her quill with ink. She wasn't sure where to begin. How could she explain her decision? She wrote out the letter, placed it in an envelope, and sealed it tight. She hid it under her pillow and moved across to the windowsill. She looked out over the dark palace gardens and said a silent prayer to the moon. She prayed that the night would give her the clarity she desired to make the right decision. Amelia went to sleep that night, hoping that by morning she would know her answer. She prayed that she would know whether she still wanted to deliver the letter or not. As she fell into a deep slumber, her body relaxed and released. Eventually, her mind calmed down too, and she began to dream sweet dreams. Amelia dreamed of rolling hills in the countryside. There were fields of luscious grass and beautiful flowers. The scent of lavender and the breeze was delectable and she closed her eyes and lifted her face to the sun, bathing in its warm light. With her eyes closed, she could hear the gusty wind hushing in her ears and the sounds of leaves rustling in the trees above her head. Not too far away, she could hear the gentle chatter of little voices. In the distance, there were animals grazing and meandering in the fields, and a tiny scruffy dog pottered around, minding its own business. When she looked to her side, she saw a small stone farmhouse Two small children burst out from the front door and raced out into the field, laughing delightedly as they went. Amelia smiled fondly and her heart felt light and free as she watched the two children run. She looked down and noticed a small ginger cat wind in and out of her legs, brushing its soft fur against her skin. It rubbed its furry cheek against her affectionately and then trotted away as a pair of hands wrapped around her waist. Instinctively, she crossed her arms across her body and hugged them closer to her. She felt happy and safe and had an overwhelming feeling of love. 
she closed her eyes and felt the person behind her place their head on her shoulder, embracing her closer. She knew who it was without even looking. She could recognize his familiar, intoxicating scent any day. Standing with Antony, looking out across this idyllic scene of tranquility, love, and happiness, she sighed deeply. She was so content. They stood there with each other in silence, watching their two small children playing in the field. The sound of their excited laughter and chatter warmed her heart, and she smiled fondly. This was bliss. This was true happiness. This was all that she wanted. Simplicity. Joy. And him. Antony. Antony rested his chin on her shoulder and whispered gently, Do you have to go? Amelia took a deep inhale and turned to him. She pressed her cheek against his head and closed her eyes longingly. I could never leave you, she whispered back and kissed him on the top of his brow. They stood there holding each other for a long time. Amelia felt like she never wanted to let go, and she closed her eyes to savor every moment of his touch, his scent, and this overwhelming feeling of calm and stillness. The next morning, when Amelia opened her eyes, she knew what she had to do. Her dreams had provided the answer. Sliding the sealed envelope out from under her pillow, she kissed it gently and began her day. Two days later, the palace had been specially prepared for Prince Emmanuel's arrival. The servants bustled with excitement to serve such a noble future leader, and King Philip and Queen Adela were especially eager to meet the prince. The union of their daughter and the prince would be a great step in the right direction for their countries. Prince Emmanuel pulled up in his royal carriage, along with his mother and father. King James and Queen Isabella of Sardinia. King Philip welcomed them warmly to the Alcazar of Seville, and they all wandered inside the palace, anticipating the arrival of Princess Amelia. 
Prince Emmanuel and the King and Queen of Sardinia enjoyed a tour of the stunning palace, particularly admiring the unique tiling that decorated the palace walls and ceilings. It was a building like none they had seen before, and Prince Philip was pleased by the desirable first impression they were receiving. As they moved out into the sunny courtyard, King Philip noticed his servant, Victor, racing through the archway and out onto the patio. King Philip excused himself and moved aside to speak to Victor more privately. As King Philip took the opened envelope from Victor's hand, the words he had just uttered started to sink in. Princess Amelia is gone. As King Philip read the letter and let the words Amelia had written sink in, he smirked and chuckled to himself. Victor, his servant, looked up at him in bewilderment. Is this not a bad thing, my lord? Victor questioned, unsure how to respond to the king's unexpected reaction. King Philip pulled Victor up to his feet, dusted off his shoulders, and replied amusedly, This is going to take some explaining, that's for sure.